welcome to the Pirate Parent Podcast. Howdy, howdy, howdy. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. Okay, so um, this is going to be a little bit ironic in the fact that I feel like I went to a training yesterday and the whole opening activity was famous duos. <laughs> and I was like, so now you oh, have a lot of ideas. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could totally nail this. Right. I, I didn't end up How winning the game. I, okay. I won the first one, but not the second one. Um, and uh, I, but I now have some really good ones. Yeah. Great. <laughs> You're the sunny to my share. Yeah. Oh, you're right. See, look at that. I yeah, got that one. <laughs> that's a good one. I felt like that's a softball. That was an easy one. That yeah, was. Yeah. But I, you know, lately we've been kind of, you know, making it hard. So we yeah, went easy. That was great. Other. That was yeah. easy. <laughs> we should have some sunny and share transition music. Yeah. I think Cher's coming to Kansas City soon. Isn't Is she? she? I, I saw something on oh, Facebook about it. So. How many years has she been singing? A million. I don't know, but she's amazing. She is. And she always looks. The, the same. same. Yeah, I don't think she ages at all. I don't know if that's modern medicine or if it's just good genetics, but either way. It's amazing. It's definitely yeah. that same preservation is <laughs> not happening on that's this like, canvas. Did I can you tell see you the that. Country Music Awards? Did you see Dolly Parton? She's the same way. She does yeah. not age. I don't know. I Maybe you have to have a lot of money to not age. <laughs> and great genetics. Well, right. <laughs> I, I feel like I've got a beautiful mom, but I don't know that I have great genetics to have endless, timeless skin. It's not <laughs> happening on this canvas for sure. Okay. Well, you know, we have um, two guests with us today and they are in-house guests. They're yes. Seagrist teachers. Coach Powers and Coach Crawford are going to be here today to talk with us a little bit about how to um, keep our kids active and energized and do some fun things um, over the winter months, which are sometimes hard to do. I know I find myself getting really excited about going home after work and crawling into the warmest pair of flannel PJs I have, turning on the fire, getting let, under the blanket. Let's be honest here because we had this conversation oh, no. earlier this week. You and I had this conversation. Now we're making it public. Um, we talked about going home and putting our jammies on and you shared with me what time you were doing this. <laughs> Would you like to share with everyone else? I, I feel like I'm going to have to now. Um, <laughs> so the other day I did have a night where I did not have any school events. Uh-huh. And I was underneath the covers of my bed. With those jammies on. With at- the jammies on. 630. <laughs> 6.30 sounds ridiculously early. But what you told your husband was that what? The sun's down. And yeah. it, so if it's the sun's down and it's. It's time for jammies and covers and you're done. And now if had I gone directly to bed and asleep at 630, that yeah. would have been a whole nother level of. <laughs> <laughs> lazy slash old personess, but I I was enjoying my um, six thirty bedtime. bedtime. <laughs> I feel like I'm five and I have a six thirty bedtime. No, but I I do think the time changes screwed me up a little bit. I do want to get in bed yeah. a lot earlier. Yeah, so we're going to talk to Coach Crawford and Coach mm-hmm. Powers today about how to stay a little bit more active. So when we do get done with school, how we are more productive than and going I, in our jammies. And I'll take some <laughs> notes so I have some things I could do to oh. not have to feel like bedtime is at 630 yep. anymore. All right, so I can't I'm, wait for this. I'm excited to hear. They've been with us for a long time. Coach Crawford was a uh, has been in our district for quite a while and was at Pathfinder 
previous to coming to Seagrest. And uh, Coach Powers has been here for several years as well. They'll fill us in um, as a second grade teacher and then move to a PE coach. So both of them have very interesting, exciting roles in our school and will give us some great ideas and hopefully our community members some great ideas to keep their kids moving over the winter months. Madden Britz, our student visiting podcaster, back again. Welcome, Madden. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Good. Good. Repeat appearance. This is number three for you, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it I'm is. Sure. Are you going to run out of questions at some point? No. No, because no, you got a Endless lot of questions. Endless source of questions. Yeah. And you're good at this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm proud of you, buddy. Well, you've got some questions. Uh, how about we start with Coach Powers? You want to ask some questions to Coach Powers? Okay. So, number one, what is your favorite color? Uh, my favorite color, uh, wow, it depends between blue and orange. Oh. Um, most of the time I pick orange just because of Platte County. But there is a little soft spot in my heart for blue. Why? Why blue? Uh, reminds me of the sky. And I oh, like to see no. the blue sky. Oh. Well, it's funny. My neighbor actually has a phobia of the sky. She thinks oh. that it will suck her up into the oh. atmosphere. That sounds scary. Well, somehow. I'm sure that's funny. But <laughs> I, that makes somehow. it really hard to well, live scary. your life outside. She would not like blue. Okay. Number two, what is your favorite book? Uh, my favorite book. Hmm. Well, I like to go on adventures, and uh, I don't know if Madden has ever heard of the Da Vinci Code. Maybe it's a movie. No. They also, yeah, it's a, probably is it a G movie? We can't. We have to no, go over this. No, it might not be time. for Madden, but uh, poor Madden gets asked questions about movies every time. He's here. Yeah, the Da Vinci Code. I like the writing. It's got a little bit of mystery within history in it, so I like that type style of writing uh, books. Okay, now for both. Coach Crawford and Coach Powers, because it's number three, and we have five questions. Oh, we're moving the microphone over. You're probably going to hear it on the radio, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And what is your favorite TV show? Ooh. Coach my, Crawford. My turn. Um, my favorite TV show. Well, it's obviously live sports. Um, watching the Chiefs, probably the most thing I do the most. And then on Netflix, I or I guess it's not on Netflix. It's on Amazon. I watch Jack Ryan. He's like a FBI agent. I feel like I've heard of that. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Is that the one with um, uh, Jim from the office? Jim from the office, right? So he, I was watching that with my husband the other day, and I thought he was really hard for me um, at first to kind of get behind as a non-comedic yeah, role, right? But he does a really good job in yeah, there. Yeah, he pulls it off. He's an analyst. Yeah, so I love yeah, that. yeah. We like that. That's I good. feel like you may have just stolen Coach yeah. Powers' yeah, answer. <laughs> He had a look on his face. Office. I've watched it four times. So The Office is my favorite show oh my gosh. Ever. Okay. Oh, Powers. Here's what I got to say about that. I, my son, both of them are really into Friends and The Office. Okay. And it has been on a reel in our house <laughs> for two years between those two shows. Great, great. I think Alex is on four or five times too. So That's if you'd just like to save so some well. electricity and come over. <laughs> it's yeah. on constant replay. It is. I don't even know why we have the other channels to be honest with you. What about you, Madden? Uh, What's your favorite? Oh, and you got the song down too. That's awesome. Well, because we're staying at our program. Oh, yes. And when is the program coming up? Next week. Next week. Yeah. Okay. Are you excited about that? Yes. Yeah. 
What's You're a performer, so I think this is right up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> so here's my question to you about SpongeBob SquarePants. I that was not an era of um, TV for my kids. Yeah. What are your thoughts about um, like? Is it hard for you to determine whether or not SpongeBob SquarePants is a good role model or not, or the other mm, no, characters? Not at all. Not no. At so all. Can you tell he does when he does things wrong that are not okay yes. and it's still funny to you? Yes. Okay, that's the hard that's part good. for kids. I think sometimes they see stuff and they're like, oh, that's funny. I'm going to try that. And, but I'm glad that you have the ability to determine what's funny for TV purposes and what's not funny in real life. Right? Yeah. Now, as we're talking about TV, does anyone else have any of the Hallmark Christmas movies playing nonstop at their house? Maddie? My dad loves them. Oh, I love that. Oh, Peach, he's such a he – a, he's got a big heart. So maybe he. I love that. Those are on constant play at our house right now, all weekend long. I was watching Home Alone last night. Okay, classic. That is a classic. It's one of my favorites. Um, I will say the Netflix has a new batch of um, like Hallmark-ish type of holiday shows out. Oh, okay. So you may have to branch out from Hallmark. I may have to. Although I think they came out with forty new movies for this season, so I've got plenty to watch. Powers, do you watch those movies? No. <laughs> okay. He's a, he's a Scrooge. <laughs> oh. Okay. He doesn't love love. If we're ready for questions, yes, we are, we are ready, man. Thank you for keeping us on track. What is your favorite part of the PC school district? Ooh. One um, of my favorite things about Platte County is um, <clears throat> just that they develop systems to take care of things and you know, processes. So we, I just did a topic study last yesterday. I'm yawning right now. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Or am I doing what? No, I I just, that's a very honest answer, but like nobody. That's all inside baseball. So what do you want me to say? That's black and orange? No, just (laughs) something that everybody can, no, you can do whatever you want. What does your heart say, coach? There's too much to say. (laughs) What is your, yeah, deep, deep down in your heart, coach. His favorite part is a supportive colleague. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> it's doing podcasts like this. This is my absolute favorite part. When someone does something innovative. Uh, um, yes. All right. So as a parent, it's been fun to watch my son be at the school. Um, just last night he had his performance and um, the performance is always new. Uh, the kids always shine at the performance, even though I get to watch them practice in the gym and it doesn't go very well. <laughs> but when the program is there and the kids are in the spotlight like you are right now, the kids always shine. And to see my son part of that, it's that's my favorite part. I would say my favorite part about the Platte County School District is the community support. Um, coaching and, and watching sporting events, there's always a, a full crowd. Um, and it's kind of cool right now. We have soccer and football both playing in the playoffs. So, um, yeah, just that, that community support is my favorite part. Okay. And What's your, so you have to tell us what your favorite part is then. Mine is homecoming. Yeah. The parade. Yeah. And you told us the, that one before. I wondered if you had something else that, like, if it was seasonal favorites, well, that homecoming just sticks with you all year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad, buddy. And question five, the best question, what restaurant would you like to see come to Platte County? Ooh, I do like that. Wow. Uh, my bank account would hate it if Chipotle showed up. <laughs> I would eat there almost every day. Yes. Yeah. But I do love Chipotle. 
Chipotle would be good. Um, I'm going to go with a place that's not a chain restaurant. It's in St. Joe. It's a uh, Mexican restaurant that I've been my whole life. So I wish that it would come to Platte City. And that would be my pick. Which one do you pick, Madden? Uh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. But what would you do on Sundays? I would shove someone else out of business and then put... You're getting like... Don't even name that person. (laughs) And then (laughs) I would put in a... If yes, you need seven days worth of food, so like and now I put would be in sick. a raisin canes. Oh, raisin canes! He's Stay a chicken, chicken guy. guy. I like the chicken. He does. All Hopefully, right. it's grilled, not fried. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, those are your PE teachers speaking. Thank you so much, Madden, for being here. Thanks, Madden. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> we'll have you back again, buddy. Yeah. We'll get- <laughs> Coach Powers and Coach Crawford, welcome to the show. Hey. Hi. Welcome, guys. We're excited to have you here. We're excited to be here. I've been listening to this podcast regularly. And you're a huge fan. I am a huge fan. (laughs) Do you leave a good review? Well, Dr. Gardner, I learned so much about him last time. Uh So it's it's, it's good stuff. (laughs) Oh, I don't know if he's going to appreciate that you said that, but if you need to, we can review it after the podcast, all of the things you did learn about him. Yes. Okay. Well, I've learned a few things. Speaking of learning things about people, I know that um, Dr. McClure was just sharing about being in her jammies by 630 nowadays. What time do you guys get in your jammies in the evening? Jammies. Uh-huh. Well, we wear pretty comfortable clothes during the day. So, <laughs> so you mean you <laughs> switch to a suit? <laughs> yeah, I dress up at I, night. I put okay. the tie on and then uh, I hit the sack around 11. Oh. 11 o'clock? Well, and you have yeah. a newborn at home too, so that's go. a little bit she different story. She like to go to sleep when we're supposed to. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm like 1030. Okay. So 630 seems a little bit extreme, right? Yeah, I would say yeah, that's, that's a little early. Are you Okay. I didn't go to sleep. I was okay. just oh. cuddling in and watching TV in, and working on my bed. computer in my bed underneath the cover. <laughs> so we're talking about being active today. So as we do that, we need to think of all types of people. Those that like Why to be are you jammies. staring at me like that? <laughs> this is uncomfortable. No comment. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are here and I'm yeah. really glad you're here for our kids every day because you keep them active. Um, through our physical education program, through archery, through football, through all the activities you do. And um, I think it's really great that you guys are giving them um, the joy of movement and um, pride in what they eat and how they exercise, because that's a lifelong skill. And and part of the seven habits is sharpening the saw, which is the um, last habit. And it is an important habit that often gets overlooked. And sharpening the saw includes taking care of yourself, spending time with your family, finding balance in your life, eating eating right, exercising, doing all of those things. So um, you're a huge component of that success in our school. So we thank you for that. Thank you. Okay. So before we get into anything, we oftentimes talk about things that are different from the time that you were in school. And I'm not going <laughs> to review your ages, mm. even though that is a theme on this podcast. Um, I believe they're younger than I am though. Oh my gosh, it's about. I don't think think Powers is. Oh, maybe Powers is older. He just acts younger. (laughs) (laughs) True, true. Um, What is different about physical education Mm -hmm. from the time you were in school to the time Mm. you are now facilitating that learning? I would say from from when I was in elementary, um, it was very sport based, and it was a lot of one or two at a time. It was a lot of take your turn. 
Um, and, and today we, that's one of our biggest things is getting kids moving for the entire class. Um, I would, I would agree. I'm thinking back to my favorite activity, but it truly was one child at a time. Ribbon dancing. Besides ribbon dancing. The, uh, the Florida stealing rope. Do you remember the giant like two story oh, rope? Yeah. That's exactly what I was okay, talking so about. So we would go one at a time up super high, mm-hmm. no oh. safety harness, well, no speak anything for like yourself. that. <laughs> no speak for yourself. parachute. <laughs> we were also talking about in our last podcast uh, childhood trauma that's coming out here yeah. <laughs> pretty soon. Did you fall off the rope? No, but I'm telling you, I am fairly confident that was not on the aces, <laughs> but. Climbing the rope in elementary school, school should have been a trauma. Oh my gosh, trauma. I loved it. I thought that was so much fun. If you could make it. I, yeah, I could not it. climb the rope when I was a kid. I actually climbed it in college. It was the oh. first time I could climb it. That was one Coach of my Powers, favorite, did you climb the rope? That was my favorite rope <laughs> yes. activity. That was my, <laughs> I just stuck right up there, rang the bell, and... <laughs> Oh, that's annoying. I literally, fast. I'm a hundred percent confident. I never got more than a card, credit card underneath my feet <laughs> off the floor on that activity. Um, it was terrible for yeah. me. But the rest of us would all sit and watch and yeah. laugh and, and laugh. laugh while one person tried to get up the yeah. rope. Yeah. yeah, it's a little different. We don't even have those ropes anymore. So. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Can you imagine them going to the ceiling of our gym? Oh my goodness, mm. no. Well, the first school I taught at did, did have a rope and. Really, the kids that could make it to the top, you felt pretty confident they could come back down. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> I've never seen anyone drop from the ceiling, but it yeah. still is scary. Yeah, I would Rope imagine runs. so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would, to add what Crawford was saying, we do our best to get everyone engaged the entire time. Um, I watched a, my son was playing basketball, and they had one basketball with 10 little five-year-olds, and there was a lot of misbehavior. And then I just had my topic study with some host. Teach- we hosted a bunch of teachers come in and watched. And they all said, boy, every kid seemed to have a ball almost the entire time and was engaged with the activity. So that's the big change for me is yeah. when I was a kid, it was one ball, sports specific. And it wasn't uh, the variety that we pre- present here. And I don't know if safety was as big a concern, at least in my school. That anytime we do something now, like safety is the first thing we think of. Absolutely. What about um, square dancing? I did do square dancing. You did? Okay. And we do, we, we, we dance. actually do dance in here, but it's uh, not as traditional. It is everybody doing it. Uh, we have, <clears throat> we <laughs> let the students ribbons? pick. We let the students <laughs> pick their to. partners and it's <laughs> a big long line facing each other. Okay. And we can also bring in Fortnite. So it's line oh, dancing? Okay. It's similar. Um, yeah. We also do we the, the verbiage of, of Foursquare, yeah. and keeping okay. to the beat and mm-hmm. listening to the speaker. The speaker might give you directions. It's again, it's it's not as regimented as it used well, to be. Like you were talking about, like we might do do si do your partner, and they'll find a partner, and they might have a noodle, so they don't actually have to touch each other because mm-hmm. that was always a thing. Having to. And let's mm-hmm. clarify a pool noodle, yes, not pool a noodle. noodle. Not a okay. pasta noodle. Yep. Not yep. A pasta noodle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just got an awesome picture of all of our kids holding on to a limp Lasagna. noodle. Speaking, speaking of a PE vocabulary, this is an embarrassing moment on my part, but talking about going one at a time, I remember I, I was used to going last because my maiden name was William. So I was towards the end of the alphabet, never thought it could get worse than it did. And now back to Y. But I was used to going last. And so my PE teacher would always switch around and I would be first at every activity. So most of the time I knew what I was doing. Um, one of the times this was, oh gosh, early, early elementary. I had never played soccer before. I had played basketball. I don't know how, but I played basketball. And so he gave me a soccer ball 
and he asked me to dribble it from one cone to the next. So I picked it up <laughs> like you would a basketball and I dribbled it across the grass. Um, <laughs> he did not ask me to go first again. That was a check soccer. for understanding and you failed. Uh, I completely that was failed. A, was that trauma as well? It was so embarrassing. And of course, everyone else is standing there watching as I yeah. went. And so, yeah, not, not good. I think we do a better job of modeling. <laughs> well, yeah, there was no modeling. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're doing it right now. We're doing kicking a kicking unit, and yeah, the kids will dribble the soccer uh -huh. balls. So, dribble. Okay, with their good. Hands, I'm so, so glad to know I'm not the only You're one. Not that the only that. one. Okay, that good. Still happens. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. One of our first segments of most of our podcasts <laughs> is our Pirate Pride moment, and we were talking in your introduction how long you guys have been here. So, can you share with our audience um, how long you've been a pirate? I have been a pirate for this is year ten. Year ten. Yeah. Coach Year Powers. nine for me. I've only taught here in Platte County. I can't believe it's been nine. But you were, um, you and I worked together. Coach Powers and I worked together in Park Hill yep. um, at English Landing. And that's how I knew Coach Powers. And he was um, wanting to transition to a classroom job at that time. And so we had an opening and he came a year after me. But I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, I know. It's gone by pretty quickly. Yeah. And you just look younger every day. Thank you. You're welcome. He's like share. Do my best. He is like share. <laughs> we were talking about share and Dolly Parton you before you guys came later. in here. <laughs> Eternal skin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Okay. The so the secret is to have a baby when you're a lot older. Oh. oh well, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> yeah. not do that. that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Decline. It's not a popular one, but that's my advice. I saw Dolly on the CMAs the other day. That's oh, what we that's were talking what I said. About. Yeah. Doesn't she look amazing? Yes, she does not age. No. I don't know what age she is. I don't know what age so she is either. She's got found the fountain of youth. She has. Of some like sort. powers. <laughs> yep. It's exciting. Okay. Right, pirate so, pride. Pirate pride. Um, go ahead and start us uh, off, Coach. I have one. Um, so la mine's from last month. We had our first track meet. And it was a um, – we, we started with third and fourth grade. And we invited all the elementaries to attend. And it went really well. A lot of great positive feedback. Um, it catered more towards the competitive – side because we have field day in the spring that is more for just everyone's having a great time having fun but this track meet uh raised money for our pe program and uh everyone had a great time and they so, got a chance to kind of try out some of those yeah try out typical, those track events yeah. we had a 50 meter dash we had a 400 meter run one lap around and then we had a mile race okay so and then a couple of uh, field events throwing a softball and uh long jump that's great. Yeah. That's that is great. I'm proud of that as well. It was fun to see the kids was cool. who were successful and the kids just out there and it was super cold it that was, night. Yeah, yeah, very cold. So they were they out had a blast. Yeah, they were out fully wrapped up and warm and you guys did a great job of making that a fun event despite the weather. So that was great. Yeah, I've been uh, out of out for a couple of weeks, so I don't have a super recent big one like that, but uh, I just see little things every day with students picking up uh, papers around the bathroom and just cleaning mm -hmm. up our school. Um, mm -hmm. They have a lot of pride in our school. And I think that um, comes from the teachers pushing that and instructing and pushing the leader in me habits. Um, as a parent, I watched my own son growing and um, taking pride in this school. Um, we actually live in Smithville. Sorry, everyone. Oh, um, but <laughs> That's unfortunate. He, he definitely feels the pirate pride. I feel the pirate pride um, just because it's a great place to be and we all want to take care of it. Do you know one thing I thought was really sweet after the fall parties? Um, 
we had all the little circular stickers that were passed out. And we had multiple students who were taking their time to go pick up the stickers. And there were hundreds of stickers that looked like on the gym floor. Um, they were taking their time to go pick up the stickers off the gym floor so that you guys would not have all the stickers yeah, there. So I thought that was such, so great on their all. behalf. Um, my Pirate Pride moment, it's a little bit with this week and next week and the upcoming weeks, we have a lot of music programs going on. And, you know, my previous experiences with music concerts were truly just singing. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And I am so impressed with our kids when they get up there and they have different speaking parts and different um, where they're playing instruments or where they are performing in some way. And I'm always so impressed that they are able to get up there in front of so many people and that they have the confidence in themselves to be able to get up and perform. And I, I love watching them. I love seeing the joy in their faces as they're engaged in those concerts. And so that is and it's definitely a pirate pride moment for me. Um, I'm going to piggyback on yours because I was at the concert last night, which also included our um, book fair. Yes. Um, and also included the a glow, glow show, show. <laughs> which was where we had our art teacher incorporate some uh, glow art and created a dark hallway with black light where you could go through an art gallery, a dark art gallery and see some of the kids work. And then the program also mimicked that with black lights and the lights out. And um, it was so cool. But one of the things that I'm most prideful of is the teamwork between our specials teachers. So for folks who aren't in education, um, sometimes they're called elective, sometimes they're called specials. Um, They are oftentimes the highlight of our kids day because it's a place where they can excel um, in one way or the other, whether it's music or, or athletics or art um, or reading music, you know, all those things are, are places where some of our kids feel their uh, most success. Mm-hmm. And it isn't just in a music program. It there was an art show. There was a music program. Our our librarian was down there helping with um, helping the kids read lines. Uh, Coach Powers was there helping run the music. And it's a team effort. And I'm so proud to work with people who. Um, look at that opportunity to meet the needs of our kids and they show up together as a group, which is great. Yeah. We're very lucky. We have a strong group of teachers in the specials group. That's fantastic. We are talking about um, keeping ourselves active um, and, <laughs> and out of bed at out of bed at six thirty. <laughs> and if you're PM want- or AM, um, whatever. Oh. Apply. <laughs> <laughs> they both apply. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so let's talk a little bit about kids and movement activity Things have changed over the years, um, you know, where I think we had kids who had less um, options for sedentary lifestyles, um, maybe 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Um, Now we have a a lot of kids who are what we would term latchkey kids. They might go home and their parents don't, uh, rightfully so, want them out playing in the yard without supervision. Mm -hmm. And so they might be watching TV, playing on video games on tablets, a million other things. Then we have kids who would choose that as an option, even if they do have supervision and the opportunity to go outside and play. Um, And so our kids are getting probably less activity. Um, I couldn't spit out a statistic. However, I'm sure you guys um, read about that frequently in your professional journals. But I would say that, um, you know, keeping our kids active has an effect not only on their academics, but also on uh, their mental health, on their social emotional well-being and all those things. So talk to us a little bit about what your thoughts are about um, our kids in this day and age and, and what's happening there. Well, yeah, I think that's for sure that, that um, kids are not getting outside as much, you know, as they used to or and being a part of different things. Um, 
I would, I just think about my family. So when, when my kids come home, if they're not in a, a sport or activity, like we have like a workout time. Oh um, my gosh. I know we're, we're crazy. <laughs> what time Hold does on this start? <laughs> um, it's random, but it's usually, it's more play-based, right? Okay. And it's usually challenge-based. So we're like, how many can you, how many, um, you know, line jumps can we do and stuff like that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm crazy family. No, I'm just laughing at Jen's <laughs> facial expression right now. I know she's like, I would never do that. <laughs> No, it's not that I wouldn't do that, but I do love that you guys like have that time together. I'm just trying to imagine myself participating in this activity. Uh, and honestly, yeah. I'm trying I, to imagine you getting your family in on this activity, Jen. Right. Yeah. I, I'm more of the guy holding the stopwatch usually. Yeah, during oh, okay. it. yeah so okay. you can definitely do that. Um, but yeah, that's that's what we do. Um, try to get outside like when the sun's still out. But yeah, obviously I'm there with them. So Yeah, I, I to add to Tyler's, uh, we typically would come home and do homework. And then go out and play because the sun was up till eight o'clock, nine mm-hmm. o'clock. And now that the time change, I've <laughs> altered that. I, if the if it's warm, I just let the boys go outside and ride their bikes as much as they can for that hour, that hour and a half that they're home. And then we do the homework. Um, and we do little things like that too. There's actually I have a little seven minute workout app that I do in the morning and sometimes, and the boys love doing it. And it's just 30 seconds. It shows them the routine and they love doing it. And mm-hmm. we don't track it as far as like, hey, you did 14 jumping jacks last time, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But the two of them together, they kind of feed off of each other, try to go more than the other one. Mm-hmm. And Anna, I'm the only one holding the phone, just showing them what it is. <laughs> yeah, so I don't <laughs> have to kind do of work it. Out. But if they do um, lose a little motivation, I'll get up and do it with them. And right. so I think making it a group thing is a, mm-hmm. it really helps. So. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of different situations at homes, um, but if you want them off the electronic, you have to participate with it more. And that's hard. I think a lot of parents are, you know, working now mm-hmm. where, um, you know, 40 years ago, the percentage of a household with two working parents and it was much um, smaller than it is yeah. now. And a lot of our families um, are working split shifts. And so you've got one adult in and they're trying to, you know, take care of life. Um, and that's very understandable. So in those situations, what would you recommend for um, our families who may not have the ability to um, carve out 30 minutes of exercise together as a family? I'm putting you on the spot now. You so are. We're pretty lucky in Platte City. Again, I know I live in Smithville, but Platte County has the YMCA, two choices for YMCAs. Um, there's lots of my son, five-year-old's doing itty-bitty basketball, which like, one night a week, he's getting up, moving, getting part of a team. So there's lots of- Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec mm-hmm. is a choice. So there's a lot of options outside the home. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things we did without really thinking about it is we have a, one of those little mini trampolines for Oh, yeah. Exercising. Those are great. Those are a fantastic choice. My boys will watch- YouTube or watch TV while jumping on that. Mm-hmm. So they're not, yes, they're they're watching an electronic, but they're also moving their body. Just if you can look at different ways in your house, if you have an exercise ball, have them sit on that while they're watching uh, electronics or something. So well, it doesn't have to be full on, you know, home gym. You're talking about using electronics. There's a lot of cool um, things on YouTube that we even use in our classroom, like Avengers. It's called Tabatas. It's like 30 second workout and then you rest. You know, so it, it's that uh, entertainment piece, but then it's also working out. And I would, I, I understand this is a hurdle that we're this generation has, it's a challenge, if you will. Um, and if you embrace it, they'll get on board with you. And that's why we've brought in the Avengers Tabata and the Fortnite Tabata because it's what they like. But it's not them sitting around doing Fortnite. It's them watching the dance, doing the dance, moving, getting their heart rate up for, 
even if it's five minutes, it's better than nothing. Absolutely. I think um, you mentioned the mini trampoline. We purchased a few of those for our playground um, at the beginning of this year, and they get used almost daily on our playground. Um, And I know uh, I have a close family member who um, just needs to be moving. You know, if you if you have a child who has been diagnosed with ADHD or any other, um, you know, stimulated movement, if you're a person whose leg has to bounce all the time or something, that is actually feeding the brain and allowing some um, activity to happen does promote good learning. So um, using a mini trampoline in your home is a fantastic way for kids to get exercise and also to stimulate their brain. So maybe 20 minutes of jumping or 10 minutes of jumping. It actually takes a lot of effort to jump on a mini trampoline. It does. It's pretty good exercise. Mm-hmm. There's a whole workout that goes along with mini trampolines. But um, but jumping on a trampoline for 10 minutes, doing five minutes of um, math problems, jumping on a trampoline for 10 minutes, um, that is motivating for kids. So they are able to complete stuff. Maybe they're going to read for 30 minutes and then they're going to jump on the trampoline or vice versa. And we do it at our house. They have to, if they, we get a certain amount of electronic time. If they want more, they have to earn it. Now mm-hmm. that could be chores or mm-hmm. doing the exercises. Mm-hmm. You know, you can play with it any way you want with your family. Now, what are some things I'm thinking this time of year? Um, you know, one of our favorite activities as a family is to get out and spend the trails that are around here. Look for some of the leaves that are out in the fall. They haven't already frozen <laughs> this year, mm-hmm. but look for some of the leaves that are out. Do some art projects with whatever we find on the trails. Um, what are some other good activities for this time of year when it's cold outside, um, but you still want to get out a little bit when you can? What are some things to do? I mean, you mentioned the trails. I if you bundle up enough, you know, you can go for a bike ride. We have that really nice trail that goes through the middle of town. I can't remember the exact name of the creek, but it's a creek trail. It goes all the way through. Um, we'll go down on that and skip rocks and stuff. Um, but, yeah, just layer up and and, and get outside. Now, what I, – I know there was um, – you introduced me to the idea of geocaching. Oh, did yes. I say that correctly? Yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs> and I had honestly never heard of that until you shared that with me. So um, do you want to tell our well, audience a little bit about that? Yeah, so we had one for Seegers actually for a while. Yes. And then the, the creek actually, when it expanded and the, oh, did it, take it, it washed it oh, down. Oh, no. Yeah, so it's <laughs> no longer there. bad memories. I'm sorry. I didn't know it's that. It's no longer there. Oh. But, uh, yeah, so it's an app on your phone, and then um, you register a geocache. Um, can have all kinds of different trinkets or it depends. It can be a lot of different things. So a geocache is just an item, like yes. a, a little item container. Collection. Item container. And, okay. then, mm-hmm. and then there's a little sign-in sheet when you find it. And the kids would sign their name and they could take a trinket out of the box. Or, or replace, replace it, it. with yeah. something else. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're really supposed to replace it with something too. Okay. So. And then you do that as a part of like a... It's almost like a scavenger. Hunt it is. Then. Okay. Yeah. It's a little bit of orienteering mixed in with technology. So Okay. Yeah, we... I'm sorry. To, no, go ahead. Uh, we did this as, as a family a few years yeah. ago too, and it's it's not just Kansas City. I mean, it's worldwide. Yeah, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. You can travel, and you can go. We were in Montana this past summer for a vacation, and you can just pick it up right on your phone. And there's a bunch of little green dots, and you can just go and find them. You go them. and hunt for them. Then mm-hmm. they're in the city. They're in the woods. They're That's all fun. over. And typically, there's feedback that you can write. Hey, I found this, but it was broken. Or I had really trouble finding it, and the person who maintains it has to go and actually maintain okay. it. So the one that <laughs> or if someone says it got washed away, right, washed in away. The and creek. that's but <laughs> he knows that because yeah. he's getting notifications from geocache. Yeah, and also because he probably you, and he, he's checking there. Yes, yeah. I mean he yeah. wa- he obviously has pride in our yeah. Seegers one, but the person that puts it in. 
I like the, the idea of this. So all those little trinkets I get from that's Happy what, Meals that's and what I put in there all <laughs> the stuff cheese, in our house. Chuck e. I was like, all those random Barbie shoes yep. and everything else. That's okay. what was in that. Ooh, and like that. here's the you can even go deeper. Okay. You can put yours in somewhere new. Okay. And then someone else grabs it and says, I took this bracelet, this Chuck okay. E. Cheese bracelet, and you know that it was Semra's. Semra can watch it travel around the world. Oh. If, Man, that's awesome. If, go, if I let her know that I had taken all right. those things. Yeah. <laughs> if you Sorry, go, Summer. There's different types of geocaching. Again, you can go really deep. And I don't yeah. want to go too far, but you can get really deep into that's this awesome. where you can watch it travel around the world. That is. And you know what? I We we started geocaching as a family all along, I think, when it first came out, which was a long time ago. My kids were little. <laughs> okay. And we tried it because I'd heard about it at a tech conference. And I thought, oh, that's kind of a fun way to get outside. And, you know, there are times when you use your GPS and it doesn't work correctly yeah. or it's not – you can't mm-hmm. find it. You're not successful. But it was a really fun way to get out. I would not recommend kids going without parents because oftentimes they're in a place that you wouldn't necessarily let them, you know – travel to. So mm-hmm. I, I would definitely say if that's something that you guys decide to do as a family that it's done together with supervision, because um, although some of our kids probably do play um, up, you know, close to a walk trail, woods, something like that, you wouldn't, you know, I, I'm not sure we would want to promote um, geocaching without a parent until Absolutely. you get to a certain age. But yeah. it's a, a great activity for sure. And it's, it gets everybody outside. On the flip side of that, um, Kansas City and most major metropolitan areas have um, something similar to geocaching, except for you, it's a paid service. You can um, pay to do a scavenger hunt within the city so that it takes you to major landmarks. So it will give you a clue to something, and then you can go to... Uh, That's my look. I would go the completely wrong way. <laughs> well, right. I, I actually think that one of the main services, and I would tell you the name, but I don't want to okay. advocate for it because I have never used it. So, um, but one of the main services, they have a person that meets you there to pass you your next clue. Oh, so then okay. they can verify whether you made it there or not, or cool. if you're lost someplace. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes it takes <laughs> you to the Nelson art gallery or might take you to, um, um, you know, someplace down. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah, exactly. The memorial. It might take you down to Union Station or some of those other places that um, I know <coughs> as a family you don't always prioritize because they're out of our daily routines. But it, they're great places for our kids to explore, um, especially in the winter months. You know, we've got a lot of places that in Kansas City that are indoor activities that give our kids a cultural um, perspective and you're getting out, which is great, too. Yeah, it's a great city. It is. What other ideas do you guys have for us? Oh, well, like I said, I, we go to the YMCA, um, that place, it, we can go swimming, we can just shoot basketball, we can w- walk around the track. Uh, my wife loves doing the classes, so that has a lot of entertainment and activity as well to please almost everybody in our family. Um, and we'll spend hours there because I can put the kids in the child watch and go work out and then take them back out and we can go shoot hoops or um, go in the pool for a little bit. Um, as far as outdoor, it is tricky. Mm-hmm. You do have to find what you like to do. Um, Smithville Lake, again, I know I live in Smithville, but Smithville Lake's a great place to visit. It is. Um, it's nice to be close to that and to Weston Bend Park and yes. some other the, yep. the trails parks around, close by. The trails within a half-hour drive are well-kept. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how familiar you guys are with the Challenger Field down um, off of um, yeah. 152 and on our, yeah, the very, well, yes. yeah, mm-hmm. it's a fantastic place to go. I know that they use it for, um, many organized activities, but it's got some, um, great, easily accessible, handicap accessible, um, facilities there that are fantastic. Another great place is, um, the, 
Ability KC. I was trying to make sure I said that right. Ability KC Playground that's um, off of Tiffany Springs is 100% handicap accessible. And um, it doesn't mean that you have to have a disability of any sort to play there. There are most of the time the kids are there because it's, um, you know, it's just accessible to everybody. And it's a wonderful place for your kids to get to interact with new kids, uh, kids with disabilities who don't have necessarily can't access all playground equipment. And um, it's a fantastic facility. Plus it's a pirate ship. So there's that, which is also fun. Yep. And it's open. I've around. actually been there too. And my boys really enjoyed it it's with another Seagrass family. Right behind the, the, uh, the dealership. Yeah. The dealership. Yeah. And by the Tiffany Springs uh, pool. So, and over there by the baseball field. So um, check that out if you have a warm enough day to get out um, and do that. But definitely those are places that you can go check out. I think playgrounds used to be and parks used to be kind of a place where people would go um, when they needed their kids to have a break and someplace to go play. And then all of a sudden McDonald's and all these other restaurants showed up with these indoor play areas. Mm -hmm. And I think parks kind of suffered a little bit from that fallout. But now I think they're making, um, you know, a... Uh, surge back, which is fantastic because it gets kids on equipment they normally are not on, which is fantastic. Right. Well, we're excited to have you guys here. Yes, yeah, we appreciate having cool. you guys and and being able to share all of this great advice with our families um, that will hopefully help them have a very productive um, time when they have you know the holiday time and all this time in the winter. We I think we've had some good ideas that have been shared. So I appreciate you guys being here. Thanks. I have to uh, give Coach Powers a little bit of a hard time before we let them go from oh, this good. podcast. Yippee! Um, you know, in addition to sharing great advice on being active, they also share great advice on nutrition. Coach Crawford and Coach mm, Powers. They do, right? And our kids um, listen to the advice that they give. And I don't know about any other parents out there, but my own child corrected me the other day. Uh -oh. um, <laughs> we were talking about cucumbers. I love it when kids correct Oh, yeah, parents. I love it. So we were great. talking about cucumbers because I was – you know, telling her she needed to eat her vegetables. And she did a great Coach Powers impression and said, Coach Powers says cucumbers are fruits. Cucumbers are not vegetables. Now, you just so, put that. Are we 100% confident about I don't this information? Think, no, this, I don't know if he <laughs> You did not say that, did you? Yeah, guys? he did. He, well, Simra says he Simra did. Simra says he did okay. and did the he impression. Well, Simra says well, it. it's the wall. Well, with it, the impression, <laughs> but we, we have just had put this, this out like it could be yeah. fake news. What, no, what do you mean? Fake news. Okay. It's a vegetable. It, oh, but oh, so, so, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's powers versus Crawford. It is. Yeah. yeah Debate gonna, on cucumbers. We're going to arm wrestle later. But to, well, we get it a lot with tomatoes yes. because, because they grow. So what we, what we tell the kids is they grow like a fruit, but they're nutritionally, they work in your body like a vegetable. So, so we, it kind of, depends. and he said it once to the this. kids. It depends on if you talk to a nutritionist oh, or a scientist. Yes. Okay, I'm reading it on. I just looked it up right now as we're sitting here. Cucumbers yes. are usually considered a vegetable because of how they're used in it's the culinary over. world. However, as it grows from flowers and contains there seeds, it's botanically a fruit. So, it's the same so when Samra talks like me and says it's a fruit, it's, it's a, a fruit. fruit. <laughs> But either way, it's better than a potato chip. Awesome. So keep eating your either cucumbers. Way, yeah. Hey, guess what? You're both right. This is one of those times where you're this actually both correct. <laughs> I guess we don't have to armor. So thank here. you for all the great nutritional advice. In all seriousness, thank you for the great nutritional advice that you give our kids as well. This combined with how to stay active and have fun while we're doing it is great for our kids. Oh, I'm going to put in the summary of this this <laughs> a podcast. Cucumber is, a is a cucumber a fruit <laughs> or like, a vegetable? Yes. Yeah, listen a to the French whole thing. To figure it out. <laughs> Uh, what'd you call it? <laughs> French. 
I just want to thank you guys for being here. Uh, it's been great to have you and all your great ideas. And it's, it's always a great, great day, day to, to be, be a pirate. pirate.